morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome to Architects of Lore, the one and only weekly podcast where two beguiling cousins sit around and discuss the age-old art of storytelling. I'm your host, Zach. That's my cousin, Devin. Devin, how are you doing tonight? Good. I was hoping you were going to go with beautiful. And I, was, I, was just... I will never go with beautiful. What? I wanted to hype myself up. I thought beautiful was going to be the word. I'm trying to guess the word, and beguiled is not what I... You never, you, you weren't going to come up with beguiling, were you? No, beautiful. I just wanted to, and speak about beautiful. Look at that new background you got. Yeah, you Love like it. my ba- my bare walls. It's better than your bed. It's better than your bed. A hundred percent. The loyalists, but and I now do you can have start putting things on the gun, wall. Top Gun Maverick. You're welcome. Right I know you got that from me. But we still got the movie movie game down here. Okay. A little uh, refresh, though. You look a little more professional that I don't see your bed. Yeah, well, you know, I was going to try to use my iPhone for my camera. Couldn't get the angle right. Probably will have to buy something, see if it looks any better. It won't. But uh, I think yeah. you look a hell of a lot better because we are shooting in the daylight. So I think that helps. Not at all, because I'm getting no natural light. I've covered up the windows. I am a vampire on the East Coast because I took a Friday off, folks. And it's 40 degrees. That's fucking bullshit because two days ago it was 70 degrees here. Should have took Wednesday like off. Hump day. Well, I did my taxes. I changed my car insurance, saved $300 chitching on my car insurance. So that was pretty Congratulations. cool. Congratulations. This is actually a PSA for all of you audience members that are listening right now. Do not assume that the bank entity that is doing your auto loan insurance is actively looking for the best deal because they're not. And they won't even. Be like, hey, you haven't updated your information in five years. Do you think it's different? It is. And I, we're not going to talk about how much money I've lost. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds like All a right. big five years, $300. That's what, $1,500 you lost? Well, we're not going to We're not gonna, right. we're not right. gonna talk about it. We're not going to talk about it. And you could have bought a couple PlayStations with that money. Girl, yep, could have. Or a house. Are you getting a house? Yeah, with fifteen hundred dollars down, I would have bought a house. I don't uh, know the market. Is that uh, how much does that uh, house cost? Usually, right around seventeen fifty. Oh, or, or those are house prices yeah. these days. Good L.A. Thing. I know it's different. What is it like twenty grand for a house out there? Probably. I haven't looked, but that makes sense. Yeah, that's nineteen twelve, right. right? Yeah. Wait. What year are we? Uh, but how are you? How's your week been? It's been all right. Looking very blue. Are you okay? Are you are you down in the dumps? Are you depressed? What are you talking about? Just because I have great lighting that is coordinated throughout the entire shot? You're you're very blue. Like I said, I chose blue, to go blue shirt. today. Blue this shirt. Is green. It's like a green. It's coming off blue, but it's coming off a little blue. Blue headphones, so I don't cover up my ears as much. And yeah, I like the that. chunkiness. Yeah, look show at that. that. Yeah, much need thinner. A haircut, though. You have a much thinner face right now because you don't have the, the big headphones on. So yeah. looking better, though. looking better. I don't know. Oh, I like yeah. the man bun reminds me of surf ninjas. I think that's what you're no. going for, right? I mean, clearly it's rubbed off on me where I'm just Hawaiian shirt. I'm Mac now where I'm just. You watch one movie and now it's become your entire personality. Hey, it happens to the best of us. <laughs> it's true. You're right. What's that meme about uh, guys back in uh, high school used to uh, quote Anchorman to each other and that. Yeah, before, before they actually memes, had memes, they would just yeah. Step brothers and anger man to each other. Well, that's that's a good thing because we are discussing a Will Ferrell movie today. Barrel, yeah. don't Will don't Ferrell. Even, 
Don't get it. People started with this. Will Ferrell. And I'll just say spoiler alert. Better than Surf Ninja. No, it wasn't. 100% was. No, but... it wasn't. Like, if out of all the Will Ferrell movies to pick, we wasted uh, kicking. Like, what was this? None of the other Will Ferrell movies does he live up to his potential. So I argue that he might not even lived up to his potential unless being a jerk to your son was his potential because that's yeah. what he did. And he lived up to it. Oh, and okay. then he recognized okay. it was wrong and changed. But we'll get to that in the study in the blueprint section. All right. Stop skipping ahead over here. I'm okay? just saying, just like you had problems with Surf Ninjas, it took me a while to get through kicking and screaming. Not because of the movie, because people called you. Yeah, but it was like the universe being like, you got other stuff going on. The universe. That yeah. Other people called you. Yeah. That's the universe just saying this movie is not great. People called me during Surf Ninjas and I answered. Exactly. So, boom. So, universe telling you. But I've been watching The Mandalorian and I'm a little upset because you haven't seen any episodes and I've been wanting to talk to you about this. And then I want to talk to Ryan and you about this when we're doing. Is that the Guava Kiwi? Yes, it is. Oh, it's a great flavor. Celsius is not a sponsor yet, but I would love one. We do have a Celsius sponsor out there. So thank you, Taylor Cross, for our Celsius. I haven't gotten any of that. It's coming to you. It's in the mail. It's a check. Don't worry. It's, Are it's you hoarding the only things that we have received monetary compensation-wise from this podcast? Listen. He's just been giving me a lot of IOUs because he's lost a lot of money at the casino, okay? But he says once he hits that big, you know, jackpot, it's, he's, it's coming in. What's he I playing at the casino him. that he keeps losing? Uh, I think blackjack and poker. I don't think yeah. he has the patience for poker, to be honest. Great maybe guy, should, Taylor Cross, maybe, but maybe not the patience go to the, for poker. Maybe you should just go to the slots. Is that yeah. your What's your go-to casino game? Casino? Yeah, I love roulette. Roulette's my favorite. I don't really do a lot of gambling. If I go to the casino, my routine is... Okay, but like fantasy world... My routine is I buy a victory cigar first. Because you got to have money for the victory cigar. And I don't smoke cigars, but you go to the casino, you smoke a cigar. Come on. One in Rome, yeah. And then I'll take my money, and I'll go to the roulette table, Mm -hmm. and I'll just do black or red. (laughs) That's about it. With all your money? Not all of it. Okay. I'll do like, if I do like 300 bucks, I'll do like 50 bucks a thing. And then I'll just go around. And this is not statistically a good strategy, but I will look at the roulette table and be like, that hit three reds in a row. Here's 50 bucks on black. More no, than that's likely. That's how you play roulette. That's how you, you got to read the, the chart. And then once it hits, coming up. if it hits black, I take my winnings and I leave the table. And then I go around and I look at the other roulette tables until I see three or four in a row in one color. So you only play. You only play red or black. I love playing the inside. I've never played the inside. I I get to there and I watch the people smoking copious amounts of cigarettes. And then they have like stacks of $1 chips. And it's like, okay, place your bets. And then I see I feel these like people just take. Speaking out of, about a very specific casino that will not yeah. be named. But I, like, I think I know what you're talking about. I see these people just take like 36 of these chips and place them on each every little fucking uh, number in the roulette. They're like, what are you doing? Which is funny because I think it's a one in 36 hit, right? So you just make all your money back. I don't understand, but just, maybe they just want to play that way. Whatever. Not a big deal. 
I love playing the inside, but I got, you know, you pick your numbers, like 15, five, whatever. And you can play corners. You can play just pair. It's a lot of fun. I got to the casino. I'm just like, listen, I'm paying $300 to have a good night tonight. That money is gone. Yeah, but have you ever been to Vegas? No. Oh, I don't know. I don't know your life like that. I've been to Vegas six times. I'm not I have. there anymore. So I've been to Vegas probably six times, maybe more. We used to go for my friend's birthday every year. Actually, her birthday is in a couple of days, and we would go every year for her birthday. And finally, she's old enough where she's like, we don't. She actually booked a trip to Vegas, but then like thought better of it. She's like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to go. But what are you talking about? You guys are in L.A. 30s are like 20s. True. True. And Vegas isn't that far away. Yeah. I mean, I'm in upstate New York and I'm in my 30s. It's basically I'm in like 55 years old. I'm retiring soon. Yeah. You're kind of an old bachelor at this point. It's very true. Cat dad. Yeah. But only one cat's in here. Hasn't thrown up yet, folks. If you listen to last week's episode, you know what happened. I would. That was <laughs> gross. I, that was pretty gross. All right, I'm going to move on to the movie movie game, Devin. I always like to give Devin a shot of the movie movie gaming because he wants to use it. And he never does. Never do. Oh, wait, you're supposed to ask me this season first. Oh, let me get my phone ready. All right. Ready? I am ready, sir. The master of dreams goes toe to toe with the unstoppable summer camp killer, on a conservative farm overrun by the liberal antics of a quirky college boy who's dating the farmer's daughter. Of a quirky college boy dating the farmer's daughter? Mm-hmm. So the first one is Freddy versus Jason. Okay. Say the second one again. A conservative farm overrun by the liberal antics of a quirky college boy who's dating the farmer's daughter. Freddy versus Jay. Another 1993 classic. Oh, fuck. I don't fucking know this then. Freddy. Lead actor found himself in Biodome. It's a Pauly Shore movie. Oh, fucking Christ. I don't know. I legitimately Freddy I don't versus know. Jay's son-in-law. Okay. All right. Well. We stumped him, folks. It happened. Wow. I have a dearth of knowledge about Pauly Shore movies, and I'm proud of that. What's your favorite Pauly Shore movie? Haven't seen any of them. Don't watch it. Pauly Shore is dead is very funny. He like tries to fake his own death to like get popularity, but no one really cares that he died. Uh, That's pretty sad. Yeah, the only well. the only good Pauly Shore movie I've seen, it wasn't a Pauly Shore movie. It's the Goofy movie. I mean, he's, he's, he's like a side it. character. Exactly. True. He's just a side character. The Leaning Tower of Jesus. That's the only In the army now? Haven't seen it. Okay. I like Paulie. Okay. And the comedy store is fun to go to. Have you been to the comedy store? No. No, I haven't. Gotta come out. Gotta go to the comedy store. Why, does does Paulie Shore like host the comedy show or something? I thought it was His like mom, a just... like invented it. Okay, I didn't know that. Nancy Shore was like the mother of LA comedy. It was the first place to have a two drink minimum in a comedy club. All these great comics went through there, and Mitzi was like the one who said yes or no. Seinfeld was all pissed because Mitzi like was like, nah, not funny. Fair. <laughs> I mean, he's really not that funny. Whoa, that's from Z Town TV. 
But, what? What's the deal with toilet paper? It's yeah, toilet, so, uh, it's paper, but it's neither. It's more like a cloth. That's Jerry Seinfeld. Polly grew up in the store, and now him and his siblings, I'm pretty sure, co-own it, you know? All right, well, cool. I didn't know that. The two-drink minimum, genius move, because... Yeah, that's Mitzi like, Shore for you. Like this show, comedy is usually better if you're a little bit intoxicated, so... Oh, for sure. I know this drops Monday morning on your way to work, but if you could have a you know few drinks mean? while you're listening on the while way. You listen. Will be funnier, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Don't drink a drive or drink at work. Just drink with your question. Just give me my question. See, I'm always looking out for the audience and you don't. I'm just saying, you know, it was a joke. I don't think we're actually telling people. You got to be careful these days with libel laws. And, uh-huh. you know, like, yeah. You could be held responsible for all these things that you say. But let's move on to see if you can get this one in the movie, movie game, Devin. The life of a girl who hangs out with dirty mice is changed when she puts on a glass slipper and she's cursed with this with a spell that makes her obey any command she is given. Cinderella enchanted. Yeah. Jesus. I wouldn't have gotten this one either. Ella enchanted. Ella enchanted. Ella enchanted and Cinderella, right? Yeah. All right. Cool. What what the fuck is Ella enchanted? The movie. Man, I'm out here just. Not doing great this round. No, really. Right. Really shows off your lack of movie knowledge. And some would say taste in movies. Well, all right. I don't, I don't think some would say that. No, no, no. Some would say I have a better taste in movies than you. So. No one has ever said that. Not a single person. I'm, I'm saying that right now. I have a better. Yeah, but you don't taste count. That's I could say that I have a better taste in movies than you, and that doesn't count either. That's, those are subjective opinions. We need an impartial judge. Well, maybe one day we will, and maybe one day we'll go face off about movies and we'll, our picks, and we'll find out who has the better you taste want? in movies. You want to go to war against me? You want to go to war against me against movie taste? You will go down, sir. I'm looking for a glove to throw. Throw the challenge. This was a this is an eyeglass cleaner, but it's the same. You get the idea. I am throwing the gauntlet down, sir, and I say I have better taste in movies than you. I say I have better taste in movies than you. We will decide. We will pick twenty movies each of our own choosing, and face off. I mean, I know each like other. six movies tops. Exactly. Oh, exactly. Shit. <laughs> He's gonna lose, folks. He's scared. We'll have There's a judge. solid six. Solid. Okay. Six. Well, let's see if they can take down my my twenty then. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Okay. No, you well, pick twenty. I pick twenty, and then we'll we'll figure out like maybe a war style, uh, or like a poker game style where it's like five movies versus five movies. It will get a point system. We'll get an impartial judge. We'll do this. We'll figure it out. And I'm right. just saying. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure okay. I'm gonna win. And these Is have it- to be movies you've seen. You can't just be like, you know. Gone with the Wind, Citizen Kane. I've uh, seen both those movies. Okay, well, you know, okay, but not everyone has. You know what I mean? Some <laughs> okay. people haven't seen those movies. You know what I mean? So, some people in this show have not this seen is those Some movies. people, that guy, that guy right here might not have seen those movies. So. <laughs> All right, fair. Okay. All right. I'm not we'll talking talk about it. this guy. I'm talking about that guy because that yeah, guy that definitely guy. did not see. I would hope to God that guy hasn't seen Citizen Kane. Could you imagine? 
I'd have to talk to my parents about that child. We'll, we'll discuss. We'll discuss off show. See if we can put together something that's entertaining for the audience. Yeah, and uh, I will take and for you the down. visual if, for people who are listening. I was pointing at a picture of myself as a child when I was talking about that guy. I forget this is an official pod sometimes. Well, the social media manager hasn't had any spoons to do anything lately. Has the editor even downloaded Adobe? No. But the editor has put on the shared drive all of the drops that they use in MP3 format. Oh. other person. I did that several days ago. Yeah. Wow. We've been swamped over here with a lot of upcoming projects. On the West Coast? I get it. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. We've mm. been having some rolling blackouts, so we lost. Now, when you say rolling, when rolling blackouts, do you mean that you they blacked and the out editor... when I was rolling? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, yep. Uh, no, you know, just losing internet connection. That'll happen. So you know what? I'm gonna let it pass. But now, give me my fucking question. Your second, your second question. Here we go. Ready? I'm gonna get this. Here we go. Right now. If I don't get this, I'm gonna be. I'm probably gonna leave the show. A gaggle of splunking females fights for survival right in the claustrophobic recesses of the earth while hunted by a ravenous humanoids that are blind, comma, alcoholic Al Pacino that loves to tango. <laughs> this is your game, man. This is your game, and these clues are weird. A gaggle of spelunking females fight for survival in the claustrophobic recesses of the earth while hunted by ravenous humanoids that are blind. Alcoholic El Pacino that loves to take Is this on? Yeah. It's the descent of a woman. Oh, congratulations. He doesn't have to leave the show. The descent? Quite literally. I don't get scared very often. I'm a very brave person. Oh yeah, brave guy, brave Real guy. brave guy, real brave. <laughs> but the descent scared the shit out of me. It says on your resume here that you're brave. I'm not sure how that's gonna help in the job force, but uh, skills, bravery, bravery, loyalty, loyalty, trustworthy. Are you a knight? What What is this? Can Combat bring my own armor. armor. <laughs> Combat and can ride a horse. What are you applying for, sir? Is this not the Knights of the Round Table? No, this is Round Table Pizza. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can uh, see the confusion. I, 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 can see I also it. have my driver's license. Oh, yeah, yeah. You're hired. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, but seriously, the descent, I saw it once. I'll never see it again. I have you know what a little, I have a little bit of most? claustrophobia and going underneath the earth and being like trapped. I can't do it. I could I could never be a spelunker. Are you kidding me? Fuck no. Fuck no. All right. Okay. Whoo. That was close. That was I close. had a I had a recent bit of claustrophobia. I was working on a job and I was using the porta potty and my, my friend leaned on the door so I couldn't get out. And I started to panic real quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Those walls were coming in. You can't scream. You can't go that loud because when you do a shrill voice, it does not pick up. I went uh, through it because when we did last week, when we do Bop Bop Baran, and I started going like up an octave to do Bop Baran, 
that? It did not pick it up. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering in the record. I was like, I thought he was coming in with like a round type thing. No, Zoom took it out very hard. Zoom was like, nope, we don't need that. Nope, that's DMCA. Zoom, you're not even on this podcast. All right, Dad. All right, let's get it. Here's your second one right now in the movie movie game. 525,600 minutes of Bruce Lee smashing some mirrors. I can only think of the Office episode. <laughs> Do you know either of these? 525,600 minutes of Bruce Lee smashing some mirrors. All right, let me let me talk it out. I even okay. gave you the fucking musical track to I, it. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. So I'm assuming it's a musical. And I'm pretty sure LC did this in high school. Like did the play? Yeah. Okay. I absolutely don't know. I think it was the spring musical in high school. Yeah, because you went to a rival high school that was shitty. No, I literally didn't know LC was ever in a musical. Yeah, like every year. What a horrible cousin. Was um, she? Yeah. What was she like? So was Tori. Was she like an actress? Yes. Or like a background dancing? character? Couldn't tell you. That's something you'd have to ask her. You don't know. <laughs> I had to go to all of them. But you don't know. I mean, I don't think she had big parts, but I think she had some roles. She had so some not roles. Sound of Music. It's not the Pacific. Audience, I'll, I'll, I'll give you a little story about this particular song. This came out my senior year of high school, and I worked at the movie theater. And this motherfucking song came on every five minutes on Mama those Mia? digital signage displays. And I wanted to strangle myself. Mama Mia, enter the dragon. <laughs> you got the second one. Okay, enter the you dragon. You got the second one. And how do you and, measure and measure rent a and year? Renter the dragon. Yeah. Okay. He needed a little bit <laughs> more. Renter the dragon, baby. He got it. Rent. Okay. I was thinking rent earlier. So did did Lord did Lord do rent? I think she did. I think was she one of the rent, main yeah. like five characters. No, she was a background no. character. Was she? Yeah. She's gonna listen to this and get real upset. She's FaceTiming me right now. I'm not no way. <laughs> Were you in Rent, the musical in high school? She says no. Okay. <laughs> How crazy was that timing? It's pretty crazy. Well, at least we know she wasn't in Rent. All right, let's move on. Surf Ninja sucks. I mean, what does that have to do with anything? We didn't even do Surf Ninjas this week. Why are you coming at Surf Ninjas? I don't know. I just had to put it out there for the universe because we're going to study a better movie this weekend. Study the blueprints. First of all, this is not a better movie. Kicking and screaming, two thousand five. It's, it's gonna Will be higher Ferrell. on the. It's gonna be higher on the lower no. list. See, I think you're already coming in with some bias. Wow, wow. I'm gonna have to investigate here. I mean, I did receive a cut from kicking and screaming to get it back in the zeitgeist, so Gen Z will watch. I they haven't like... seen it lately, and they know that we have a big Gen Z audience. They're like, hey, I want to get this movie back so we can get some residual checks. I don't Zach think Gen from Z would Allure. appreciate this movie. Get this out. You don't know that. They might. I didn't appreciate this movie. Like, yes, it had yes, some funny bits and I laughed. Yes, you did. 
But like of all the Will Ferrell movies, this is the one that we do. Are you kidding me? There's Anchorman. There's Old School. There's Step Brothers. There's Blades of Glory. There's so many options we could have picked. Tail Dagan Knights, but we did Kicking and Screaming. None of those movies does Will Ferrell live up to his potential, and he lives up to his potential in this movie. What was his potential? Being a he's, dick? Let me a, give us a rundown for the audience if they haven't listened to it. Let me do my you mean summary. It. <laughs> Whatever. I was looking at my phone, so I felt like I was listening to it. Did didn't you watch pass this movie on test. your phone? No, no. It didn't pass the phone test is what I'm saying. Your face doesn't pass the phone test. My face unlocks my phone every day. Every day, but not in the morning. So. <laughs> Um, yeah, my iPhone does not recognize me first no. thing when I wake when up. When I first wake up in the morning and I'm like, it's like, I don't know who that person is. But the Will Ferrell had a very competitive dad and tried to live up to his dad his whole life and couldn't. And then him and his dad had sons on the same day, cut to like 10, 11 years later. His son is on the soccer team run by his dad. And his uncle, who's also 11, are on the soccer team. But his son's getting no playing time. So he switches them to another team. But the coach is missing. So Will Ferrell has to become the coach of the team that's, quote, unquote, the worst team in the league. And then he uses uh, some Italians and Mike Ditka, his dad's neighbor slash enemy, to get the team into the finals where they... You know, he's been benching his son the whole time. He's turned into his dad, basically. And they're playing each other. And then he realizes that they're not having fun. So he kicks over, he gets addicted to coffee during the movie. So he kicks over his coffee maker. And then they end up winning because his son was good. And no lessons really learned. No one really lives up to the potential unless it's a little boy. Several people. In this movie, live up to their potential. Beyonce, little kid, uh huh. His son, I don't remember mm-hmm. his name. And that's Will what I'm Ferrell. talking about. And Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Stop Will saying Ferrell. Ferrell. <laughs> Will Ferrell. Because Will Ferrell's potential in this movie is to be a better dad than his dad was, and yet he wasn't a better dad because he was letting all that anxiety from his father growing up push him down and not rising to his full potential of just exactly what happened, accepting who his dad is to have a good relationship with his dad and his son. And then he does that by the end of the movie. It's a different mm-hmm. type of potential. Okay. He doesn't have to kill anybody. It's not a big superhero movie. I get it's not it. Like and it's fighting. It has funny Leslie moments, Nielsen. Like, this is a fucking shitty Will Ferrell movie. That's not true. That was the best Ernie Ray's junior movie. That's where he was the lead. That's not, you're not, that's not a good argument. I'm just saying, he only had one, but it was the best one, you know what I mean? Okay, all right, all right. Before we get too far into this, because now you're you're throwing some fucking slander at Kicking and Screaming. Yeah, a little bit. You could have picked any Will Ferrell movie and you picked Kicking and Screaming? Will Ferrell movies, go. Where he is the top build actor or villain. Tell Dagan Knights living up to his potential as a driver. No. No, no. I want you. Blades to of Glory, living up the to top, his potential as an ice five. skater. Wrong. Oh, my Blades favorites. Kicking and screaming is better than Blades of Glory. No, it is not. Yes, it is. I got one thing and one thing. We're gonna skate to one song and one song only. My humps. Quite Or no, is it No Doubt? I don't know. 
But you get what I'm saying. Not really, because kicking and screaming is a better. It's a no, fun it movie. is not. Yes, it is. Top two Will Ferrell movies. Step Brothers, Anchorman. Anchorman. No, Anchorman and Elf. I would put Elf as like three, but it's it's you know you watch it at Christmas. I watch it every year at Christmas. Don't get me wrong. I love Elf. Exactly. Perfect Christmas movie, probably. Yeah. It has lore. I'll give it has you, whimsy. I'll give you, it has a love I'll, story. Fine, it has fine. you know. Anchorman, Elf, Step Brothers, top three in whatever order anybody wants. Whatever order you want. That is non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. After we take a step down from the top three. Old school. He's not the main character in old okay, school. Okay, fine, fine. Um, Night at the Roxbury is even better than kicking and screaming. Night at the Roxbury is a fucking great movie. I will give you that. But it's probably right around kicking and screaming. Okay, what about... um? Like I said, Talladega Nights, funnier movie. There was a lot of the same fucking tropes in that movie that there was in this one. And he did Kicking and Screaming first. But you don't have to work with the kid actors. Why do you hate kids? Mm. This is actually just, this is actually a running theme with Devin. He hates children. It's just, listen, man, they, they got to work on truncated hours. That's, you know, <laughs> we got to get a tutor on set. Like, I just don't want to have to deal you're, with all You're them. not on set. I'm thinking production-wise, you know. Come on. You know how this production must have gone, man? They probably shot like four hours at a time. There was a lot of scenes where it was Will Ferrell and Mike Dick. Ferrell. <laughs> you're, you're, I'm, I know the audience is going crazy right now. It's a whole tie bet situation. I can't believe you didn't bring up the funniest part of this movie yet. What? When Mike Dick goes, we got to get some of those Italians. <laughs> It is funny, yeah, because like we've mentioned before, there are people in our family who call them Italians. I can't wait to go to Italy, <laughs> wait, Italy. Italy. Italy with my Italian family later this year. Are you serious right now? Or are you just trying to make me mad that you don't like this movie? It's just a, it's a whatever movie. Like, yeah, I had some funny jokes, but his character is not like too likable because he's kind of this. This weird guy, kind of he's a only, prick. Then he's only a prick for like thirty percent of the movie, and those are some of the funniest scenes where he turns I around. I know why tells, you like it. It's because the other at fans. the beginning when he's talking to Robert Duvall and he's commenting on his picture or his um commercial, mm-hmm. he sounds exactly like you when mm-hmm. you are tearing someone down with sarcasm. You tell mm-hmm. them exactly what they want to hear, but you say it with a little twist of the knife. And those uh those acting lessons really paid off. Yep, right there. Right there. <laughs> I think I think this is your best commercial yet. Uh-huh. 100%. I feel like this is what you say to my Devo City sketches. So. Every one of them. Yeah. You know, I, I, the one I think... where I went and shot it all in red. Yeah, that was a interesting idea. That was uh, definitely your reddest one. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, I will admit, folks, I have a soft spot in this movie for my heart because I saw it when it first came out and it. And you're like, that's my personality. That is my, that's yeah. my thing. That's my shtick. <laughs> yeah. And my, the Mike Dick bits are hilarious with him. Where he goes like, where he, where he tells Phil, it's like, it's like, I want you to play dirty, but don't get caught. <laughs> you break someone's clavicle, that's a good thing. And then Mike Dick is just like, you can't tell kids to like hurt other kids. He's like, 
You got, you better not talk to me about anything. You're my assistant coach. You got to back me up and go get me a juice box. <laughs> the juice box guy. I'm not a juice box guy. I'll tell you that. Yes, you are. Yes, no, I'm you not. are. <laughs> well, everybody wave goodbye to the juice box guy. Literally wave. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all funny lines. Funny bits. I'm not saying it wasn't funny. When he tells the, the dad to take a lap. Take a lap. Come on. Diamond in. <laughs> That's one of I use that line still to this day because it's from there and it's from uh it's always sunny in Philadelphia. He's like, Do I look like I need diet? I don't know. Take a lap. <laughs> hey, throws a kid to the ground. Did you just push that kid? He fell. He fell. <laughs> well then he gets beat up by a kid. And then he gets beat up that by that funny. woman from the Did Hummer. you see that that kid who beats him up with the back of his jersey said? No, what it's a Apatow. Apatow? Apatow, as in Judd Apatow. Wow, no, I did not yeah, see that. The kid who beats him up has Apatow as his last name on his jersey. Speaking of, where do you think this movie was filmed? I'm either Connecticut I don't know where it takes or place. LA. Yeah, because like where but also where is Mike Ditka live? Like, was he not living in Chicago? Barely not. I could see this being suburbs of Chicago. Could be. That would make sense to me. Let me give you a hint. In 1986, 85, 85 Bears to a Super Bowl championship. Sammy Sosa? No. <laughs> Do you know Sammy Sosa? Hey, listen to your kid. Beans <laughs> kid. He played Beans on Even Stevens. Yeah. He's like doing podcasts now because like this whole Disney Channel revival, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you think we could collab with him? We're both in the podcast space. Maybe. But he's a lot older now, and it's it's weird seeing that little kid like grown up because you just you know you think of him as that little kid, and then you're like, oh no, you're a, you're a grown man now. Like he's younger than me, and you, yeah. unless he was like sixteen and kicking and screaming and just he might have short. Been, <laughs> he might have been just really short. I don't know. I'll look it up. All right, but what can we learn from this film? One. Talk about like comedy where they didn't take things seriously either. Yeah. Being mean to children and parents is funny. Two. He, we're 32. We're the same age, but he is 5'1. So he could have been older. So yeah, he was 15 or 16, or probably because it came out in 2005. So he might have been like 14 when they filmed this movie, 14 or 15. Yeah. You want to know why I think that this movie is better than Surf Ninjas? Wait, no, 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 no. I do not. Because first of all, we're not even talking about the lore list. I'm not talking about that yet. Um, I just. Yeah, I just but was... like, why are you comparing it to Surf Ninjas? Why <laughs> is this that's movie the one worse than saw. Paddington 2? It's worse than Paddington 2. Yeah, so why? Let's get let's talk about it then. You know, you're bringing up Surf Ninjas like that. Why is it worse than Paddington 2? I just feel it wasn't as tight as it could have been. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. could have been tighter. Uh, it didn't have a talking bear. That's a big thing for me. I'm big hundred percent no talking bear. bear. If you, you are also perfect it had movie weird audio bears. in that some is of it. true. We talked about that, but that could have been an Amazon Prime. Could thing. have been an Amazon Prime thing, but it had super weird audio in some couple places. A little unrealistic that they had a parents' night for the kids' soccer, eleven-year-old soccer like. That was a catered get, event, though. They got to get together, you know. It was a catered event. I I get that it was probably a Bucks 
sports place, whatever. Yeah, I think it was a bar that he owned. Or at I least thought it was just, I thought it was one of his restaurants, and they just. Well, he owns sporting goods stores. Yeah, I thought but it was it one of his stores, and they just like brought in a catering team or something. I don't know. That's not that important. It's a no. little problematic, and Paddington Two isn't in places. Yeah. It's got Two a little places, a couple places where it's a little problematic. Maybe three. Mike Ditka <laughs> has a line that probably wouldn't fly these days, but it's funny at the time. In two thousand five, humor was different. And he gets other people's names wrong. So, yeah. you know, it, uh, not just the one kid, not just the one kid. And then Will Ferrell is like amazed that a lesbian couple exists. So, yeah, is that I, I will admit that the reason why I like this movie a lot is because one, I do actually think it's very funny Two, It's a little bit nostalgic for me, which obviously is Devin Surf Ninjas, why he thinks it's it's a good movie. Surf Ninjas, better movie. But... And also, I, I really liked the ending. Where, yeah, you know, Will Ferrell. It wasn't about the Pele ball. Wasn't about the Pele ball. He just wanted to be closer to his dad. And I actually liked that the grandpa was a good grandfather to his grandson. Oh yeah, he, he wasn't was like, a dick. If anybody's gonna beat me, I'm glad it was you. Mm-hmm. I'm just sorry that I left. You know, lost you, Grandpa. Apologizing. Never. Ne- that's never happened to me. Josh yeah. Hutchinson, though, he was funny as a little. I forget how young he started acting. Yeah. You got to get past your old Uncle Bucky. (laughs) (laughs) They're literally the same age. Yeah. I I like how it had a theme of like, just they wanted to be, he wanted to be closer with his dad. Okay. All right. That's it. Okay. And I understand that the, you know, other movies don't have to have those, you know, emotional ties, but I think that's what elevated this comedy is that it had that emotional tie. Yeah, but you've really lost like a lot of the like how much of this movie was sped up through a song that was popular in like 2004. Three minutes of it. Every three minutes, I would say. Soccer game going on. Let's put some music on. Oh, we got the Italian kids. Let's do a montage of some, you know, some Italian music on there. Oh, mama. We're going to use a. We got to cut this night. Meat is more important than soccer. And he's using a chainsaw. That's going to affect the cut. You know, it's going to make it more tender. I don't think so. I don't want my butcher using a chainsaw. That's just me. I'm just like, whatever gets me those nice thin slices. Yeah. I'm good with whatever. I just don't think the oil would taste good. You know, I think actually the lesson here is that we should use montages in our movies more. Yeah, because the, you know what they say, if you don't have the words, just throw a montage. If we have a training scene in any of our movies going forward, montage. Montage. Dent, 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 dent. Montage. Dent, dent, dent. Montage. All right, well, you got to say one nice thing about this movie. I said one nice thing about Surf Ninjas, so you got to say one nice thing about Kicking a Screen. And a nice moment at the end, I think... I think the Buck character, you know, yeah, he was kind of a, a bad, you know, not a bad dad, but like, you know, competitive dad. But you could also tell he had a way with the kids. He wasn't mm-hmm. like the Iceland hockey coach from Mighty Ducks. You know, yeah. he was like, this is what we got to do. He was he was actually like teaching them. And, yeah, you uh, could tell that he actually cared about his kids. You could tell like he actually cared about his son, Phil. He just wasn't that super good at showing it and stepping back from his own bad tendencies to 
Yeah, and he always wanted to give him a job. He's like, leave your business behind. Come work for me. Like, he wanted to bring him into the family or business. Like, he clearly wanted Phil to be around. Mm -hmm. I love how, like, the mom is just not a part of it. After your mother died, your mom's not dead. She just divorced you. I love that part. (laughs) Same thing. It's a funny movie. It, has, it made me laugh out loud a couple parts. There were some parts where, like, oh, this is a little cringy. I feel it was a little. Two thousand five. No, but also where he's just like yelling at in the coffee shop. I'm just like, oh, I can see people like this. <laughs> people like this. I am a card carrying member of here. Do you have a card? Do you have a card? Does anybody here have a card, sir? We don't so, have cards. <laughs> it's a video store rental. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were friends, Derek. My name is Andy. Your name is Liar because you're lying right now. Yeah. All right, there it is, folks. Devin said that it was laugh out loud funny. Kicking and screaming. Now, the moment that we've all been waiting for. Will it top surf ninjas on the lore list? No. I got it right here, folks. Kicking and screaming. What happened to it? I just erased some of it. <laughs> Wait, so, go ahead and vamp as I. Uh, well, this is good. Like, also, you're going to have to move a bunch of them. I thought we were going to come up with a better system for this. The better system is in season three. So, I don't I know. You're going to give them some space in between. Nope. All right. So, let's start off. We'll go with you, Devin. Clearly, you don't think it's better than Surf Ninjas. No. But do you think it's better than The Babysitter Killer Queen? Yeah, I'd say that. Will Ferrell is probably funny. Okay. All right. So I put it at eight right now. Yeah. I don't think it's better than Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, but I also think it is better than Surf Ninjas. So it's seven or eight. I don't think so. I don't think so. How do we settle this? All right. How many problematic lines were there? Surf Ninja, one. Everything Rob Schneider says, I think, is problematic. No. They're not that great with the MSG thing. Like, that's... That was a funny line. He just goes, even even when they ask you no MSG, you still put it in, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so. should, should we put out a poll? Does, does the audience get to decide something on the list nah, for fuck once? the audience. <laughs> wow. They're not the the arbitrators of the lore list. Okay. All right. But I, I do like your idea of letting the fates decide. So coin flip. I get a will, good coin. Let me get a I good will, coin. I will agree to whatever, whatever the, the coin, coin lands on. Okay. The fates will decide if kicking and screaming or surf ninjas is number seven on the lore list. So what I'm gonna do right now, folks. So I'm going to try to cheat as much as possible. So I'm going to put it into the air. All right. Any deity up there, go ahead and put the mojo into the coin. Make it land on kicking and screaming. All right. So I got a half, a JFK half dollar right here. Funny thing about JFK half dollars, our grandpa used to, he loved JFK and he had a bunch of them. And he would just hand them out to us. And then I thought they were like worth so much, but it's 50 cents. All right. I got them in my hand, folks. Sir, All right. They're kicking and screaming. JFK face is kicking and screaming. Whatever it lands on is number seven. Okay. One flip. One flip only. Devin, I trust you. Flip it, catch it, 
and then I'm going to put it on my hand, and I'll reveal it to the camera. Okay. All right, are we ready? I'm ready. I don't want it to fall. Just hold it in your fingers like that. Oh, yeah. It's It's Tails! Surf Ninjas is number seven on the lore list, and Kicking and Screaming falls to number eight. Hell yeah. I watched. Fates have decided. I watched Evan flip that coin. I'm 100% convinced that he cheated somehow. That was legit. I can't do sleight of hand. I've tried. Devin's got real good at close-up magic, folks. I should never have let him flip the coin. My hands don't slide that well. Piggy and screaming number eight on the lore list. Devin, since you won, why don't you go ahead and take us in to act three? See, you are good at close-up magic, you son of a bitch. You definitely cheated. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. Everybody who's not watching, Devin just did the thing where he, like, does the... His hand goes into a fist around the coin, and then he opened up his hand, and the coin was gone. And he cheated. cheated. He's good at close-up magic, and he cheated. But I can't prove it yet. I will somehow prove I'm actually also pretty sure that all he is doing is just dropping the coin on his desk out of camera frame. <laughs> but it still works. So, Devin, take us into Act 3. <laughs> now it's time for the writer's Zoom. All right, folks. We got theme for you. Living up to your potential. Last week, we did The Hunter. Artwork still pending. Everybody loved it. Everyone loved it. So now we're doing a little something different. And I think we have to have a we're, team. St- we're still we're still on the theme of living up to your potential. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we're gonna instead of just one person, we're gonna, you know, inspiration from kicking and screaming. We're gonna have a team of people, but we're not gonna have like a team of athletes. No, 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 no. We're gonna have a team of thieves. Yeah. We're doing he a heist just, film. He just pointed at me like we were in an improv show. Uh, somebody give listen, me an occupation. Listen, I knew we were going to be on the same wavelength on this one. I almost went cats. So you're welcome that I went with these. Yeah, that one would have been. we did cats. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Shut your mouth about cats. All right. So thieves. Right. And this time we got a female lead. Okay. All right. I like. All right. So we got thieves. And we got a female lead, but we're going to have a team. And we have the and living theme up to their potential. Is leaving up to your potential. Okay, so is there potential that they're just good at robbing stuff? Perhaps. Or perhaps it's using those things for good. Mm, okay. So okay. here's my idea. Just, Hold on just a spitball. Well, give me one second. I just want to we'll okay. pose a question to you because it might change your mind about something. No, do she does we... not work for Boeing. Okay, that's fair. Okay, okay. Do we want to go more auteur try to win like sundance or just a general make a lot of money film because oh i'm thinking oceans 11 make a lot of sell, money. sell Italian out make job. a lot of money oh, yeah, yeah, got yeah, it yeah, 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 feel yeah, yeah, good yeah, yeah, yeah. use your powers for yeah. good i got it okay yeah. okay we're talking big name star for this you know rebel wilson i, I don't know if that's the right age range but maybe Okay. I don't, All right. Well, she, I, 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 she's I'm more sorry. of a comedic I, actor. I was thinking more of like a, a younger Michelle Rodriguez type. All um, right. I've been. I interrupted you. You didn't yeah. tell me your idea. So go ahead. I'm sorry, sir. Okay. So we got this woman who is like 
the leader of like an Ocean's Eight, Ocean's Eleven type uh, gang or okay. band of thieves. And are we going modern day? Modern day. And then she's worked a lot of around America or around Europe. And she's kind of notorious. Maybe has like a nickname that we, we can figure out. Notorious. And then somehow, and I'm that's thinking. A big, that's, that's a Biggie Smalls thing for the audience. Yeah, I know. I said betrayed I didn't by say someone in her team. And then she's, set, she's like, goes to prison. And then the CIA is like, we need you to do this. And she's like, why would I do it for you? And they're like, here's the thing. Your hometown is in trouble. And we can't do anything. So we need you to do something about it. Okay. All right. So you know how when we do, when you do a movie or you yeah. watch anything, you have to make a certain, you know, leap. You got to be like, okay, I'm in this world. I'm going to believe something. And then, then you move on. Um, it's a logic leap. What was it? I, there is actually a name for it. It's suspension of disbelief about a certain thing. One specific thing like, okay, vampires are real. Got it. Okay. There's my disbelief. I will suspend it. We'll move on. Vampires. Mars has been colonized. So the, you want me to suspend my disbelief that the CIA is going to have this woman do something for good. (laughs) Come on. Oh, don't worry. It's going to be interfering with a South American country. Okay. Yeah. So that's where the CIA comes in. The CIA wants somebody to do something for good, not for any of their own gain. We're going to find out that the CIA actually is a little bit shady and they said it was for good but so here's the thing that one makes more sense also the fbi that's listening to this that was just a joke it's just a joke i love america big america fan big america fan sometimes um i think if this is a south american nation her parents were like college professors right and maybe outspoken Mm -hmm. and maybe she went to like Princeton or Columbia or something. And she was going to be this like the next. So big she got thing. a scholarship to go to America to go to college. Okay. But then maybe her sophomore year, the government kills her parents and then she disappears. Okay. And we find out. Because maybe nobody believes that the government killed her parents. And she has to leave. She has to run, right? For her own safety. All right. Okay. I like that. So she, her growing up, her classmates, her friends, her family, everybody's like this golden child gonna go to the best university he's gonna come back he's gonna be a leader of the country maybe yeah. change things around stuff like that and maybe it was like a dem- democratic country at one point and things started to take like this military coup type thing and economic downturn worse. inflation people can't afford housing or food the military takes over am i predicting the future uh, anyway uh, um either way her parents are killed she has no more ties if she goes back, she fears for her life. It's very, you know, she went to Columbia or Princeton or Yale. Everyone knows where she is. So she's got to get out of there, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, she's in Europe under a different name, being uh, the protege of a master thief. Okay. Okay. How did she How did she become a protege of the master thief? What's like her skill set is that, that makes her a good thief? You know what I mean? Or is it just she's a really charisma. good project manager? Like I think she it's can break charisma. down charisma. Okay. I think it's kind of like, you know, a little like I can get you looking over here while I steal your watch. Mm. And maybe he, uh, maybe, uh, he sees okay. this type thing. 
Okay, he sees that. Okay, all right. That that's better. Because maybe she steals his watch, and he's like, she he sees her happen, comes back, sets it up so he steals the watch, but he put a tracker in there, finds her back, and says, "How about you try and steal something bigger this time?" And that's how they get in. I don't know. That could be flashbacks. That could be a montage. But either way. Well, if we do a montage, we got to have something with the old, uh, maybe the old mentors on that last job and the person from her crew. Because we can't start the movie with her getting caught and then having the audience believe that she's a master thief unless something bad happens. She gets No, betrayed. yeah, she has to. I think we open with her doing a job and it going smooth and everything. And you could maybe even do like a mashup of her saying the plan cutting to like them doing the plan and mm-hmm. being successful but maybe they get back to the the crash pad and someone comes in and they're like what are you doing here we we're supposed to meet in three days on the boat and they're like sorry and then fucking swarm in prison everyone goes to jail well i think the person that uh betrays her one has to work for whatever the entity is that the cia wants her to go against later in the film because we got to get that payback. And I think to make it more emotional tied to her is his betrayal or her betrayal, depending on who we want to go with. It's her mentor killed. What if it is her mentor who betrays her? Okay, we can do that. He is older and you find out that his con the whole time was if he ever got caught, he had to like make sure it wasn't going to fall on him. Or maybe like it was always subtly there. Like you always got to look out for number one, number one, little Steven. Yeah. And maybe they say that to each other in the beginning and then it comes back and he's like, and she's trying to grab like a go bag and get out of there. And he's like, it's too late. You got to look out for number one kid. And then you get to the precinct or wherever. And you see that the rest of the crew has also been arrested. And then Mm -hmm. maybe the CIA thing is like five years later. Okay. Like she okay. goes to prison. That's where we start our movie. Crime, I, successful crime. It goes well. Everything goes as planned. We see how good she is. Gets betrayed by someone, possibly her mentor. Goes to prison five years later. Not she gets transferred, but she's transferred to somewhere else. CIA. We need you to do this. Why would I do that for you? Here's the catch. It's back in your home country. Okay. What? What? Let's use, I like all of this, but let's give her a reason. Let's say her okay. mentor betrayed uh, her yeah. because the uh, South American, Central American country government approached him about getting her because for some reason her parents had something that could bring down something on their end. It's one of the reasons why they targeted him. They never found it. They could never find their daughter. Well, if they were professors, maybe they her. had information about what the government was doing and how it was like going to harm the ecological effects. Yeah. And some like, sort of research. They killed them to like, yeah, to like shun their research. Yeah. But she has the, they sent the research to her. It could be yeah, like a it necklace. That could they be something, something that she never know? knew about that she had. And like when they found her, they approached him and he basically betrays her to keep her safe. I'll send you to prison because then you won't get killed. But then he's working for them. So that's why we see him going on. Cause like the whole time she's like, I'm going to get him back. 
this part of my thing going back to my home country where they killed him and this guy betrayed me and then she finds out like i sent you to prison because they were going to kill you and then those the two only work way i knew together. how to protect you those two work together to take it down and he dies though oh yeah he's gonna die after his though. redemption but what you gotta do how what you gotta steal how do they take down a government without being like i'm stealing the nuclear codes you know like I'm stealing the Declaration of Independence. The Declaration of whatever fictional country we come up with. Maybe Maybe? it's, you know, steal the nuclear codes and then the CIA is like, we'll be protecting them. And then the CIA uses them to bomb and take over. And the whole big bad the whole time was the CIA. Destroy the whole country. Mm -hmm. The Amanda Waller type that we meet that bails her out of prison is the one who really is the villain. I don't know. Maybe that's a little too nail on the nose. You know what I mean? Nail on the head. You get what I'm saying. What if part of the research was that they found some sort of substance mineral in the jungle that would be like beneficial for the government to have, but their research was like, if we mine this, log it, whatever, it will destroy the ecosystem, the country, like worldwide. Like yeah, it could be like a mineral or something that like is great. But the process of getting that mineral will destroy, like, the drinking water. Like, villages that are close to it that aren't, like, big population centers. And but without their will, research... Like, into everything. Yeah. Without their research, they couldn't find it. So it takes them, like, a decade to, like, search around to find it. And now they're... When she's going in there, it's because the CIA knows, like, hey, they're about to do this they finally found what your parents were you know knew all along but how do they how does she stop them that's a good point because you would think murder just a lot of murder yeah 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 you'd think murder for sure i mean because then you have to be something that she has to steal so what does she have to steal from them maybe maybe the plans maybe it's something that they leak um to the media like is there still good people maybe this is like not a military coup, but a guy who's supposed to be like this great one guy part, on the outside. Yeah, one part of it, yeah. But he and he's like promising that the wealth that this mineral is going to help is going to bring their country into the new world. Blah blah blah. This is going to be beneficial. And then she has to undercover. Like maybe it's like they go in and they think that there's some, you know, manuscript or something in his private vaults. But then also they find out that they've been killing migrant workers and things have been toxic and they're like hiding everything. And then they have to release it to the world. Okay, so they have to steal information. So then we have to go back. She never had the research that her parents had. Maybe they were putting it together. That's why they got killed. They wanted to kill the daughter yeah, too, I think just in found case she knew something. anything. Yeah, But she doesn't have anything. Maybe she they... might have something that's like in a necklace, like a USB hidden in a necklace. Yeah, but I'm thinking because if she just has the information, then she could just release it to the world and it doesn't mean anything. Or maybe it's like part of something that she has to retrieve the rest of that the files are only with this guy. Maybe the guy was like the department of the forestry or something. Maybe at the he beginning, didn't have the and files, now he's but the she new has prime the code, minister. Like the crypt code. Yeah. And maybe like, part of the reason why a... they couldn't delete the files is because if you try to delete them, they automatically disseminate to newspapers or whatever. Yeah, because this is happening, say this movie takes place in like 2025 and she's, you know, 
say she was 20 when her parents died this could be like uh you know 27 now like there were usbs in fucking 2018 you know like this doesn't have to be way back in the day because she could have an encryption code key that unlocks and they like they could have the files they you know they after they killed the parents they took all the research they took everything it's hidden away yeah they didn't they didn't dare delete it she needs an out though because she needs an like hey you're you know i can leave and put this all behind me and just protect number one and then she's got to like put herself in harm's way in order to do the right thing and save the people even if that means that she might not come home i think that's got to be a scene later on where she's like i'm only doing this because i'm gonna get my sentence commuted or whatever and then the mm-hmm. government says the the cia says okay we have enough but she's seen the conditions she's seen the migrant work villages all that type of stuff and that's so when now she, she helps decides. without the cia's help yeah and that's when they start fighting oh maybe the cia struck a deal with the guy and now they don't want her to do anything they actually tell her to stand down or you're going back to jail and she's like yeah. fuck that shit i'm still so yeah i love that because the CIA is like, we can't, we never struck a deal with this guy. And then now, you know, find all this stuff. And then, well, the CIA is like, no, stand down. We made a deal with him. He's going to give us the mine. You know, like we want the minerals. Yeah, because the CIA always has def- all different contingencies. So one is to destroy the guy. The other one is to try to partner up with them. The partner yeah. up worked. Like, team stand B down. was working on destroying, but team A was working on partnership. It's like, what are you talking about? They're going to destroy the environment. These people are dying. Stand down or you're going back to jail. You can walk away right now, live a free woman, and have $10 million in your bank, whatever it is. And then she's like, fuck no. Mm -hmm. People people need to know. All right, we got to build her team, though. Yeah. We got the emotional journey. Who's her team? We got the mentor who initially... Betrayed um, her, but then we find out later that he did it for her own good. We got to have like uh, maybe that's that's part of the thing, too, that she starts to turn around like, oh, this guy did it for my own good. It wasn't just look out for number one. I got to start caring. Because I think he saw her as a daughter type thing. He never had a family. That was his whole thing. Like, oh, you know, why don't you have kids? Because like you can't look out for number one. But we find out the whole time, like he viewed her as a daughter and maybe give them like a 10 year thing or something. Maybe she's Mm. like in her early 30s. Because he can still go back to USBs like what two thousand, you know, like two thousand ten. Definitely, there are USBs in there, hundred percent. Yeah. Okay, let's go. There's got to be like either an ex boyfriend, ex lover, ex girlfriend okay, that they okay. need to do a certain part of the job for. Because and now be because it's a couple of years, maybe they took a plea deal, and mm-hmm. they're on the straight and narrow, mm-hmm. but they're not in prison anymore, and it's and maybe they like. Are trying to start a new life, and it's like you know, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, maybe they before the fateful job where they got caught were like, we, we let's go away together. We yeah, can we can it. live a normal life. Leave. Yeah, it's like no, no, no. This job is gonna set us up. We'll be fine. Yeah, like we see them in the beginning of the movie. They're in a relationship. Clearly, like they kiss before, mm-hmm. or like maybe he pretends to be her driver, and she's like this famous, you know. I don't know because I'm thinking like stealing some necklace at some at like the Met Gala or something. So we're uh, thinking that this guy's skill set's like driver. Yeah, and maybe He's the part, driver. part of the job is like you got to get to this remote place 
through these back roads that nobody can navigate. It's like, I know a guy. And he can drive any kind of vehicle. Any kind of vehicle. And fix it. He's like a mechanic driver. He's Vin Diesel, baby. So this is where we tie into the Fast and the Furious, Fast and the Furious franchise. franchise, obviously, of course. So, so clearly this is a Fast and Furious spinoff. We didn't know about it, but it is. Clearly. If there's one thing that we know, it's family. Family. So, you know, we got right, a okay. nerdy tech person. Yeah. She's the face, obviously, the charisma, yeah. talking to She's people. She's like the Gail Godot. I'm wearing the dress where everyone's, I'm going to walk in. Everyone's going to see me. I'm beautiful, but I'm going to go and steal something. Yep. Then we got the driver who's her ex-husband or ex-boyfriend, whatever. We got the the guy or woman in the chair, the tech person. And then we got to have like the... Uh, What's the the nimble person that can get places? You know the oh, acrobat, like the acrobat or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so we got like, like a four person from, team. Four person yeah. team. Well, with the mentors, five because like in the beginning, we need the muscle. Who's the muscle? Yeah, we gotta have some muscle. We gotta have the muscle. I'm thinking like a big teddy bear sweetheart kind of guy. Doesn't actually like, like violence, no. but will protect people. He's like yeah. a monk. Yeah. Yeah. You remember Jackie Chan Adventures? The, the I think this is the second time we've talked about this. Oh yeah, I bring it up all the time for the big but guy yes. from Jackie Chan Adventures, the, the cartoon show. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or was that okay. movie the, the okay. Mighty Ducks? Remember the animated Mighty Ducks movie where they're like the actual There's an ducks? animated Mighty Ducks movie? Yeah, where they're actual ducks. I don't remember that. Oh, uh, yeah, they're actual ducks, and they have to like they're like from the future or something, and they like fight crime. And they also play hockey. All right. What well, your childhood. What were you watching? Not the animated Mighty Ducks. So we got her team. Okay. Let's give her a name. Lioness. Ooh, callback <laughs> to the hunter. Everybody loved the hunter. Uh, so I think since we're going with bees for our adjectives, let's go with a bee name. What about like Bella or um, what's a what's a Latin name would be Bianca. Um, you're gonna you gonna say anything, or you're just gonna? Uh, yeah, there's not a lot. No, not <laughs> a lot. So Bianca, it is. Bianca, 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 it is. All right, Bianca, Bianca the spy or the thief, thief. Bianca the thief. She's got a mentor. Who's her mentor? Or Bethany. We could do Bethany. Now nah, we're doing Bianca. We're doing. All right, Bianca. All right. Okay. Who's her mentor? Lionel. You come up with a name. Lionel. No, no, her name. <laughs> his his name is Bertrand. We can't do all B names. Fine. And that's not even a real name. Bertrand is a real name. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Give me a European name because this guy's from Europe. Frederick. Frederick. Yeah. That's like a German name, I guess. Fine. All right. So Frederick and Bianca, and then the love interest, who's the driver. What's his name? This one's all you. I'm going to let you pick this one. Felicio. What? Felicio. How do you spell that? F-E-L-I-C-I-O. Felicio. Where's he? What's his backstory? He's just a chill dude. From America, they meet at school. Do they meet in Europe? Is he Spanish? Maybe he's a Spanish F1 driver, but he got, you know, cut from his team. So, you know, he's a getaway driver now, or he was a, a, a driver, but he was a little dirty. So Felicio is a good. boy's name of Latin origin, and the meaning of Felicio is happy or fortunate. So he's got to be a happy-go-lucky guy. 
Okay. All right. You know, little, you know, from Spain. You don't like my, you don't, yeah, from Spain, my background, yeah. you don't. I don't know about Formula One driver, but maybe he was an aspiring Formula One driver and or uh, too many crashes. Yeah, too He's many too crashes. reckless. Too reckless. I love it. All right, how about the acrobat? What's their name? The acrobat. What do they had? Beyond some. Mm. Maybe it's just the actual kid who played kicking and screaming grown up. Now. Oh, gotcha. Little tie-in. <laughs> Little tie-in, yeah. Um I don't know the ac- acrobat. Do we have to name all these people? Are you going to do this to me? It's like two more. You the ac- Alan. The acrobat's name is Zach. All right, Zach the acrobat. Zach. I'm his li- I'm light. You know he. You know he was a smart individual in high school. Really, mm-hmm. you know, top of his class. Didn't amount to anything though, because everything came too easy for him. Didn't. Didn't learn the value of hard work, so then he, he just kept yeah, taking went, went on shortcut a after shortcut to after like shortcut, State or something, yeah. and then started using his his parkour and swirliness to start breaking into places. Yeah, he was like a barista, and he was like, "I went to Penn State, I graduated the top of my class. I can't get a better job than this." And then actually, you know, you know he's in some. And we got Bianca going like, "What's up? We can use yeah. your skills for better," you know. Okay, yeah. and then we had the uh, the tech person. What's her name? It's going to be a, a woman. Okay, let's go. Yeah, um, just splitting the team between Victoria. All right, there we go. What's the mentor's name? Frederick. Wow. So we, we Bianca, definitely we went Felicio, with Zach, and Victoria, and Frederick mm-hmm. is the mentor and uh, the, the main CIA villain agent. The main villain's name is Devin. All right, I can go with a female Devin for a CIA agent. <laughs> <laughs> she, I mean, because the CIA is the villain, right? Well, yeah, but also we need the uh, Chancellor Paolo. or Prime Paolo. Minister. Paolo. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, Paolo. Like that uh, Lizzie McGuire movie, Dance for Me, Paolo, or whatever. Sing for Me, Paolo. You get it. You get it. All right, so where's this taking place? Central America and... Central South America... We're and not going to name some, a specific country, and then maybe some uh, some flashbacks to Europe or flashbacks to Europe. Her time at Columbia or Princeton, you know, mm-hmm. learning. Maybe she got a phone call from an aunt. Like let's a just Skype go Princeton. Call. Let's just call it Princeton. All right, she got a Skype call from an aunt saying you got to come home. Your parents were in an accident, but then you know she was like, gave her like a code word or yeah. something like was off or like you know because you know that family talked about how the government was some shady shit. The dogs also got loose too. It's like she said, the dogs got loose. What? We don't have dogs. The aunt dogs. could be like, no, I know, I know. And then she's telling someone else, you know. And then Bianca, maybe her like, roommate. Her roommate's like, "What are you doing? Where are you going?" Maybe we see the roommate in like a funny situation, like, "Oh my god, you do you're doing that thing where you're going really high octave, and I don't pick it up. Zoom doesn't pick it up. Oh my god, I haven't <laughs> seen you since." freshman yeah yeah that's a woman right there everybody yeah, Devin woman. did that because we can't go high active like oh my god who's that told me, told me it's not gonna work okay so she's got to steal the declaration of independence i've already made seriously though she has to fucking steal some documents <laughs> pissing me off i don't know why that set me over the edge so easily because you're not taking this seriously you're looking at your phone I'm trying to come up with some gold here. And what are you doing? 
thinking about your your turkey club. I don't know, but I'm thinking about your turkey club because I'm hungry. <laughs> I'm getting a little hangry. Right yeah, now. yeah, I think everybody noticed that you got hangry. All right, I'm, we we had to take a 20 minute break so we could eat dinner, and DC over here is starving. You could have had something done. in that 20 minutes. I don't have any food at my house. Who do you think I am? A I gotta go to adult? Jersey Mike's. Actually, I was thinking about it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so just to throw a bow on it, you got main character Bianca, overachiever, head of her class, her whole family. Uh, she's gonna go far. She goes to America to get some college good professors. They're educated. College professors, uh, parents. You know, really about the environment. They come up with some report about a new mineral. Oh no, they got into an accident. Turns out the government's involved. They die. She bugs out to Europe. You know, she she uh she's trying to survive, but she's always mm-hmm. been good at talking to people, you know, face. She's a talker. Stealing, stealing stuff, gets seen by a master thief, Frederick. Takes her under her wing. Smash Eventually cut they years, develop years later, a team. They get caught. We Frederick won't have a supposedly successful, uh like, you know, robbing the Matt Gala or something. I said ten years later. Yeah, cut ten years later. Okay, yeah, fine. And then Matt, they, they have Gala. a successful job, is what I'm saying, because that's the beginning okay. of the movie. But Frederick betrays her, or so yep. we think. Or so we think. She goes to jail for five years. Boom. Uh, CIA comes. Felicio goes and gets out of it and tries to start a, a life. Takes a plea deal, but doesn't ever give up her. Zach is working at. Doesn't the give up her. Yep. <laughs> Zach's and Victoria is working at a Best Buy at a Genius. Well, Geek Squad or Geek Apple Squad. Genius okay. Bar. You okay. got to pick okay. one. <laughs> Geek Squad. Geek Squad. Okay. And uh, but because Bianca was the mastermind, she's still in jail. She's gonna be in jail for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. And but then she gets transferred. Devin, CIA woman, comes in and says, "We got a job for you. We'll cut you out. What's the job? It's in your hometown." Against your old mentor. Against your old Uncle Bucky. <laughs> Against Paolo, the chancellor of your home country now. She's got to get the team back together. To successfully steal some information from Paolo. It's easy to get Zach and Victoria because they're trying to get the fuck out of the, the circus and Best Buy. Yeah, super easy. Plus, and then, she's got something that says the CIA says you do this job is cool. You make some money. You're not going back to jail. And she convinces Felicio that it's for something good. And then he later finds out that she's just doing this for money and to get out of prison. And Mm -hmm. that makes her him question everything. Like she hasn't changed one bit. And then she'll have to take her out. Yeah. We're going against Paolo and the mentor. They successfully rob. Well, along the way, they see the terrible things that are happening to get this mineral migrant Mm -hmm. villages, murders. Economic, ecological ecological impact. devastation, all that stuff. And then we get to the CIA says, stand down. You know, even yep, though you're so close. Because we made a deal. Team B was to take him out. Team A is to make a deal. Team A was successful. Team B, stand down. If you don't, you're all going back to jail. And then they're like, we're doing it anyway. Felicio's like, I should have never trusted you. I knew this was all for money. Yeah, take your money and leave. You know, leave me alone. And she says, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to live up to my potential and be the person I was supposed to be, regardless of all the horrible things that happened to me. I'm going to sacrifice myself, but she's not going to die. But like, you know, put herself. You know what it means. You know what it means. Maybe she will die. I don't know. No, we need a sequel. 
This is, <laughs> and also this ties into the Fast and Furious franchise. Of so, course, yeah. <laughs> uh, so she saves the day, and they kind of drive down. off happy, and they still get some good money, and they get and they book town, and they go yeah. to a beach town. And her mentor realized didn't actually betray her. Just trying oh, yeah, to protect her the only way. Protect yeah. her against exactly. Paolo. Against Paolo. But then they take him down, release the information to the people, get some sweet cash that they stole from the government. No one knows about. From the and CIA. The, C- the from CIA because the, the CIA was going to give it can't to Paolo. prosecute them yeah. because now they're famous because they say the country. And they're not taking the money from their country. They're taking it from the U.S. Who are the big bad? Who are the big bad in this movie? Yep, hundred percent. And uh, yeah, what do we call it? I'll I'll come up with it. I got it. One last job. No. The last job. No. Okay. That has definitely been used before. All right. I've, I've I just wanted to get something out before you could get anything out in <laughs> case it was like gold. And then I was like, oh man, we can't turn back on that. Paper trail. Catwoman. No, we're not doing. <laughs> Let's go with Sex Panther. Well, what's your code name? That's actually gives us a good idea. Like, what is the, you know, she's not the wet bandits. Maybe she's or like the black widow, you know, that was that that woman who like ran that crime. She um, could be the, the Panther. Panthers are I think Panthers are in South Central America. They're in jungle places. The cougar. No. Saint Matt. No. No. <laughs> no. That school doesn't exist anymore, so we're good. We're good. Yeah, I understand that. The <laughs> cougar doesn't go with the no, name. No, <laughs> it really took that name away. I yeah. can't believe in elementary school we were literally the MILFs. <laughs> Jesus. I got to look up where panthers are indigenous to. The jaguar? Because panthers are just black big cats, right? Yeah. So you could well, have like a panther that's a jaguar. Where do panthers live? Black panthers live chiefly in the hot, dense, tropical rainforests of South and Southeast Asia. Damn. Okay, that's not going to work. So that's so not what, it. <laughs> what cats are indigenous to Central America? The ocelot. Central American big, big cat. cats. Four primarily Central American cats. The jaguar, the yagarundi, the ocelot, and the margay. I don't know. Hey, I, was, I, was, I was on with the ocelot. You do the ocelot. She's the ocelot. Okay. She's not a good name, though. The ocelot. Uh, sounds weird. Lady Jaguar. Ocelot of love. <laughs> doing, doing like a James Bond thing. <laughs> yeah. uh, the Jaguar Queen. Um, That makes it sound like a yeah, Lion that, King, but it's the yeah, Jaguar exactly. Queen. <laughs> yeah, so that's... it's basically the Lion King from a female perspective. We're going to piss off a lot of guys on the internet off. Um, let's go with what are some other animals indigenous to the jungle? <laughs> All right, let's go back to Google. Back, back to the well. Ooh, what if we call it back to the well? That's not bad. The pride of Nicaragua. I thought we weren't naming a country. I we know, didn't want to be know, like your government's super corrupt. <laughs> yeah, I know. We'll say our government's super corrupt, but we're not going to say there to Central American animals. <laughs> the pride of the jungle. Are we got jaguars? We got hummingbirds. Mm. Okay. Oh, hummingbird. There are cougars apparently in Central America. <laughs> Meow. Spider monkeys. Ooh. The spider monkeys of Nicaragua. <laughs> Not doing uh <laughs> the spider monkeys of Colombia. We're doing the spider monkey heist. 
All right, the Spider Monkey Eyes. Spider Monkey Eyes, because their their uh, group name is the Spider Monkeys. No, you know how like every heist movie they have like a playbook, like in Ocean's Eleven, they're like, oh, we got to do the, the, mm-hmm. the weird uncle. They got to do the Spider Monkey. All right, there we go. How are we going to get this one done? It's a classic Spider Monkey. There is one thing that we forgot to do though. What? I think this this movie is going to have a heavy, heavy. Jeep advertisement because that's what he's driving through the forest. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? The new 2024 Jeep Rubicon. It can go off road and it gets through all of these jungle paths that you didn't think it could. No, without any struggle. Yeah. So there we go. All right. We well, go. that's that's the Spider Monkey Heist, people. If you like the that, Spider one... Monkey Heist brought to you by Jeep. Okay. Just the Spider Monkey Heist. <laughs> <laughs> if you like that one better than the Hunter, make sure to vote for it. When it comes up, time for study one ending. But Devin, which movie are we doing next week for the third and final living up to your potential theme? Okay, for the first movie, I really made up this theme to make it work. For the second movie, you totally forgot about this, and I don't think you fit the theme. So for the third movie, I've thought hard and long about this. I have had discussions with peers. Living up to your potential, the classic Disney film, Mulan. Someday I'll make a make man, a man out, out of you. you. Yep, we're doing I, the classic. This is for the first time this study, folks. Dev and I have agreed on a movie because Mulan's fucking great, and I can't Available wait to watch on it. On Disney again. Plus, so if you have it, 1998, Ming Na Wang, Eddie Murphy, B D Wong, James Hong, Michael Caine's in it. Is he? I don't think so. We're not doing a sequel. From 2004, we're not doing the remake from 2020. We're doing the 1998 American Animated Musical Adventure produced by Walt Disney Feature Animation for Walt Disney Pictures based on the Chinese legend of Huai Mulan, the 36th animated feature and ninth animated film produced and released during the Disney Can you Resi- shut Renaissance. the hell Mulan. up? We're doing I'm Mulan. sorry. I thought that Wikipedia sentence was going to end, but it kept going and going It and just going. kept going. But all right, next week we're we're doing Mulan, folks, and I'm I'm pretty stoked. This one might actually live up to the potential. Yeah, it's not a. This so. might fit the theme of living up to the potential. But Devin, thank you for joining me, and the listeners, thank you for listening. We do see the numbers growing. We see you subscribing. Appreciate we appreciate yeah. you listening. As always, please follow us on Instagram at Architects of Lore. Follow. We us promise on- there will be art. We promise. Yeah, there will. It's coming. Follow us on, if you want, Twitter at Arc of Lore. Nah, don't worry about YouTube, that YouTube, Architects of Lore, video content coming soon. TikTok, Architects of Lore. We got a couple of videos up there. Not many. We got a banger cat video. Most importantly, if you want to sponsor the pod, email us. Email us at architectsoflore at gmail.com for all business inquiries. Or just say hi. Yeah, just say hi. You can just say, hey, I... I really laughed out loud at X, Y, bit. That's great. But if you do give a like and a five-star review, we would be greatly appreciated. It is free. So if you email us your birthday, we will shout you out that week. Just if we remember. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have a story in your heart, Devin, and you just can't seem to get it out, do it. Just fucking do it. Because if it sucks, who cares? That's what editing's for. Good night, everybody. Bye.
All right, now it's time for studying. I mean, no, now it's time for the writer's zoom. That one was a joke. I know, I know the title. I listened to the episode last week. Last All right, week? folks. You mean this whole fucking time? <laughs> what is happening right now? I'm smelling bacon. I might be close to getting my turkey club. You have four minutes till getting to be about five thirty. I'll be back. Are we taking a break? I, I just want to see how close it is, and I'll come back and tell you if we're taking a break or if we're going to do like 10 minutes more of the show. Now I want bacon. I'm hungry. See what I got to deal with here, folks. Just leaving to eat a turkey club. I don't get turkey clubs. Anyone watch the uh, Disney announcement or the Ahsoka trailer? What do you think? I like it. Give me more. Give me more. That's how I feel about Star Wars. Just give me everything, Star Wars. Let's go with Woman of the Jungle. Um, the forest job. Italian job. The Central <laughs> American job. Uh, Rainforest Royale. <laughs> the Wet Bandit Strike Again. Eat, Pray, Ocelot. Mm-hmm. Eat, Pray, Ocelot. The Jungle Cat. <laughs> Jaguars 5. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm definitely getting Jersey Mike's. I'm so hungry. 343. I've had coffee at a Celsius today. And one cookie from Jersey Mike's, which is weird enough. 